Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Hillman Morning Show On Demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Tickets and there are bonus chances every weekend. So lots of concert tickets and it's all brought to you by Live Nation and Mass Concerts and the Summer Tour 2019 is powered by Solar Wolf Energy. For more information, you can go to solarwolfenergy.com. That's solarwolfenergy.com. All right. Well, you're packing the uh, family into the uh, into the minivan, uh, and you're heading off on a road trip. And when you get to your destination, you want to take in all of the tourist trap attractions. And thanks to a website, we now know what the worst tourist attractions are in every state, Mm -hmm. uh, the most boring tourist trap attractions in each state. I thought it would be interesting to go through New England. Sure. uh, And maybe we can begin up north and then come back around here to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But um, I've never heard of this spot in Maine, but uh, apparently there's some sort of a desert attraction in Maine, which is not really a desert attraction. I mean, think of desert. You're thinking, you know... Arizona, but what is uh, what is the most boring tourist attraction in Maine? The desert of Maine in Freeport. Okay. Okay. It's a desert among the pines. It's not a real desert. It's forty acres of glacial silt. That sounds like code. <laughs> exposed some one hundred years ago by the poor farming practices of the Tuttle family. Oh. It rains there often. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not like the real desert. Uh, they have a camel out front with the main sign, kind of oh. like the moose out front. Mm-hmm. Should have told you we were oh. closed. Um, is that about it? That's, that's pretty much it. Have. Yeah, camel's made of fiberglass, uh-huh. and he greets you, and that's it. There you go, take a picture, and then you drive on. I see. Is that a freebie, or do they I think charge? It's a freebie. Just, I think so. They don't charge yeah. for Maybe that. Maybe a suggested <laughs> donation. <laughs> okay. What about Vermont? Uh, Vermont is the Ben and Jerry's factory tour. Oh. Boring but delicious. Yeah, what about yeah, the samples? Say, I mean, you probably right? get samples. Yeah. Uh, that's in Waterbury. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. You basically go, you get the samples, you tour the factory, you see where it's made, and Bob's your uncle. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then moving over to New Hampshire, the Redstone Rocket Replica in Concord. Uh, the claim to fame, according to the far and wide travel website, and I quote, none we could find. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's just basically a replica rocket? It's a replica uh, rocket, which is about an hour's drive south of the actual Redstone rocket, which was the first vessel to carry Americans into space. Oh. Which no one really can, understands why they'd want to go see the replica one unless yeah. you just don't feel like driving the extra hour. I mean, if anybody is listening and you've been to any of these 
boring tourist attractions? Can you please call in with a review? Like several texters are saying that they've been to the desert in Maine. Really? And it's actually pretty cool. Well, I was really disappointed when I went. I thought it was the dessert attraction. (laughs) And it was just silt. What about uh, in Connecticut, the home continent of of Connecticut? That is only partially New England. Uh, Waterbury, (laughs) Connecticut is Holy Land, USA. Holy Land, USA. Yes. Have you been there? Have you been there? Yes. When I was a little kid, it was a full-on religious kind of theme park. Oh. And you can see it when you're driving on 84, especially at night. It has a a gigantic Black Sabbath-like cross Mm. on top of a hill that lights up. (laughs) Didn't Jim and Tammy Faye Baker have some kind of a a, a, a a religious theme park? They had a resort. But I believe it's... Disneyland. I think it's closed now, isn't it? You can still go up there and look at the creepy... A, mm-hmm. Like abandoned attractions or something like that. Uh, yeah. These people are saying that absolutely the desert of Maine charges really? and it is the longest hour of your life. <laughs> How do they get huh. an hour tour out of that? I don't know. Yeah. I always thought 9 o'clock on this show was the longest uh, hour of your life. Uh, what about Rhode Island? Rhode Island is, uh, LB, the Newport Tower in Newport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Its claim to fame was that it was actually built by Vikings, another thing LB loves. <laughs> Um, it's it's basically the remains of a seventh a seventeenth century windmill that have been mistaken for a Viking structure. Um, carbon dating technology proves that it couldn't possibly have been built by Vikings. Oh. Uh, but oh, the so legend Lee lives on. Didn't show up. Correct. Just, so it's correct. a complete ripoff. Right. It's a it's a it's a fraud. That's correct. Uh, when was it actually built? Uh, they don't have a date listed here. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1982. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 97. It was the reconstruction of the Newport Tower. Uh, here's some a 508 texter who says in Massachusetts, according to this website, the most boring tourist attraction has to be Plymouth Rock. It's so funny watching people get so excited to see it, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's and nothing, nothing there. No. That's not it, but but that is a bit of a, yeah. a ripoff. I mean, we don't have to pay for for Plymouth Rock, but it, but but if you're going there, you think it's going to be something incredible, and it's really it's, it's, a rock. it's really not. Does anyone go there not. besides on field trips? Uh, I think I think people do, do come if they're, if they're, yeah. yeah if families are tourists, on the yeah, yeah. If families are on the Cape gotta go to Plymouth they, Rock they, they they go there mm. and then they go to one of four thousand uh, restaurants that have the word lobster in the title mm-hmm. and also have <laughs> a sign out front that says best lobster roll in right. New England yes. mm-hmm. self proclaimed right yeah I mean you got the lobster trap. Yep. You've got the lobster shanty. Yep. You've got the lobster village. Mm-hmm. You've got the lobster bake. Yep. You've got the lobster and clam bake. Yep. I mean, every place down Everything. there has lobster in the title. Uh, all right. So in Massachusetts, unfortunately, the most boring tourist attraction, I didn't even know it was here right down the street from us, uh, is in Watertown. And it is the plumbing museum. I want to go uh, to what? this now. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, <laughs> it's basically, um, it's it's the complete history of plumbing and sanitation. <laughs> My yeah. God. Uh-huh. It's, oh. it's, it's everything you need to know about toilets and what happens after they're flushed. and ba- It's got all these like old school, like the, the claw bathtubs from different yeah. centuries. It, yeah. it, it, the inside yeah. looks pretty cool. What do they uh, what do they charge to get in there over me, at the plumbing museum? 30 see. bucks. Oh, Actually, <laughs> it's 250 bucks just to walk in the door and then labor ah. you know, after that. And then labor afterwards. Right, right. Parts and labor are <laughs> separate. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're not a plumber... Are you interested in ancient plumbing? Right. I mean, I, I go I, once. I mean, I, you, you'd I mean, go, I you'd go once. Thing. 
you go you go one time, Danielle. How is there? Do they have an extensive ball cock collection? I, that's a great question. <laughs> great I'd question. like to go to the museum with the shuttlecock collection. I wonder if it's interactive and you get to plunge a, a, oh. stuffed, a yes. stuffed toilet while yes. you're there. You uh, um, you can explore and discover things. Is a I think there's a, a fifty dollar supporting member annual membership that you can get. Oh, you can be a member like those who are member. members at the MFA. Um, yeah, th- those people. You can host an event there. Of course you can. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm definitely having an event at the plumbing museum. You can have a wedding. Maybe I'll have my birthday there. How about your wedding? Uh, how about no? Probably about, they, probably not going to have one of those. So. They probably have yes. they probably have the best restrooms in the entire Commonwealth of Massachusetts yes. over there. Oh, are they anything like? Ernie's, uh, uh, Ernie yes. Box <laughs> restrooms. Do they have any of those space age toilets? The there? toilets. Oh uh, I assume it's located in Watertown. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, obscure reference: Seinfeld. George Costanza always knew the best office buildings with the best bathrooms <laughs> in uh, New York City and <laughs> Manhattan. There. All right. Well. Uh, Pretty here's, cool. Here's a nine seven eight text that says, "I'm a plumber and I don't even want to visit the plumbing <laughs> the plumbing museum." Well, hit the gift so. shop. Well, they we are, are working uh, toilets, which is pretty cool, and then clear pipes and shows what happens when you, you know, flush a toilet. We are uh, lucky to have the plumbing museum, the official plumbing museum here in Massachusetts, and apparently it is the most boring tourist attraction in our state. I feel like LB would be the guy that would accidentally use a display toilet of course and be like, would. oh yes. no, yes. Yep. is that you mean a like, uh, one? You mean like that woman at One Dalton? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Awkward. That was a display toilet. It's yeah. not working, ma'am. It's not please. working, ma'am. It doesn't now get out. Now get out of this party right now. Uh, all right. It is 8.08, and this is WAAF-FM and HD1, Westboro, Boston, WEEI, HD2, Lawrence, and WWBX, HD2, right here in Boston. And now, it's your turn to talk, as the Hillman Morning Show presents Hill Mail. Please ban the LB guy. Every time I hear, <laughs> I want to switch the dial. On WAAF. Uh, Texter says maybe we ought to do a live broadcast at the plumbing mm. museum. Oh, yeah. that would be, be cool. Might yeah. be, might be, it might be a good take. Less chance LB would get lost because it's down the street. <laughs> uh, uh, no. no, that's actually more of a chance. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm at so, the studio. Why am I going around and around and around in this stupid circle? <laughs> Today's Hill Mill voicemail messages are brought to you by East Coast Metal Roofing. Reach out to them today and find out about their Beat the Heat summer program. You're going to save 10% off a brand new metal roof. And it's the last roof you will ever have to put on your home or your business or your building. So just go to eastcoastmetalroofing.com. That's eastcoastmetalroofing.com. And here for you now are the very best Hillmail voicemail messages that you have left for us over the previous Eight to ten days, or however long we've been gone. Wednesday, June twenty-six, one forty-three p.m. Hi, hello, hello. Is this is this so so PD? Is this is this so PD? Yeah, yeah. This is Greg Hill. I, obviously, you guys know who I am. This is Greg Hill of WAF. Listen to me. Listen to me. I've been attacked. I've been attacked. Hillandia has been attacked. Please send help. Send help. I don't know what to do. I I I, I need help here. Some some twelve-year-old kids harassing me. Please send help. End of message. Uh, Hollandia is my country in the game I am playing on my phone, Dominations. Many of you are asking for uh, my name, my username. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure I want to give that out no. because I feel like I will then be attacked 
relentlessly. Yeah, you won't even have time uh, to I'll, fend uh, it off. I'll have people coming after my hanging gardens <laughs> of Babylon and uh, my ham is, bones is that- and my coins and... Um, all of my crowns, all of my uh, every, uh, all the loot that I have collected. Loot. I haven't even gotten to the point yet in the game where I get to go around and start collecting oil, oh, uh, no. barrels of oil, because oh. I'm still I'm still in the uh, Iron Age. Right. So, um, but I don't know if I want to give out my username or not. I think I feel like it'll just be asking for trouble. I hear the uh, Hanging Gardens of Babylon are the most boring attraction in Hillandia. Uh, in Hillandia. Oh. Yeah. Well, they were built with tiny little hands, uh, through, so they're they're tiny little hanging gardens. But um, I highly recommend Dominations if you're looking for something to eat up some time at work today. Give it a try. Wednesday, June twenty sixth, two o six p.m. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely genius. So so I got it. The next year, I'm just gonna buy all one thousand balls and then. No matter what, your odds your odds are hundred percent. So if I buy all one thousand golf balls, then I have to win the five grand. I mean it's it's a bag of cash for free kids. End of message. L B did not win the great golf ball drop this year, but a marvelous woman mm-hmm. who listens to this show did. She said she's at she texted in when I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. And she's at work, but when she gets on break, she's going to call in oh, and nice. uh, tell us whether or not she spent the five grand yet or, <laughs> nice. or not. But thank you to everybody who purchased a golf ball to benefit the Greg Hill Foundation. And the golf ball drop and the golf tournament went off without a hitch. want to thank everybody, all of our sponsors, all of our celebrity participants, and everybody who was a part of this year's WAAF Celebrity Golf Tournament. Tuesday, 6. 42 a.m. Hello, boys and girls. I'm Gronk the Magician. For my next trick, watch me make 70 pounds of muscle just magically disappear. Ah. End of message. I get a kick out of people who say that Gronk is coming back for the second half of the season. And then when you saw him, uh, it, whether it's in my photo or in person at the golf tournament, he's lost a, literally yeah. a good 70 or 80 or 100 pounds. There's no way. Wow. No way he's coming back. He's super no, slim. No, no way he is coming back. Wednesday, 1 a.m. So, Colin Kaepernick is back in the news with Nike and the Betsy Ross sneaker. Lyndon, who is Betsy Ross? End of message. <laughs> I think we've done LB on history uh, yeah. with Betsy yes, Ross. We did. Like yes. once or twice, actually. Yes, yeah. we already did that. Yes. 5.50 a.m. Uh, yeah, Greg, this is Asus calling from Maine. I want to know if uh, maybe perhaps now that Lauren is tired, you might take over the uh, Men from Maine episodes up here in Maine. Oh. Perhaps. Oh. Yeah. End of message. And for Maine. Um, I think that was the longest running morning radio show in Boston, the Lauren and Wally show. And, of course, uh, Wally left quite some time ago, a couple years ago, and then Lauren just left. So, um, I mean, they've been on the radio for 30-plus years. So, wait, are they doing the Lauren and Wally show with neither of them now? I don't think they still call it the Lauren and Wally show. I mean, they (laughs) called it the Lauren and Wally show when Wally was gone. Right. Uh, but I don't. I don't believe they're calling it the Lauren and Wally Show now. It's like when they call stations or shows new. Like there are some stations that that came on board here in Boston like five or six years ago. They're still referring to themselves as the new what, what, XYZ. What, what do you mean? I, Give me a, yeah, what, like, I, like I've seen Bill. I can't think uh, of like which ones now, but like oh. I've seen billboards for ones, and I'm like, dude, that station like yeah. for that show started like seven years ago. They're not really new anymore. <laughs> well, it's called promotion, right? Uh-huh. We'll call them the the existing.
We'll call them the new. Well, it's not, not new. like you've listen, been there. It's not like when you're when you're driving by a sign on the Cape and it says best lobster roll on Cape Cod. Right. It's <laughs> not like anybody it's not like no. there was a contra- contest or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Six fourteen AM. Hey kid. Yeah. Remember at the airport they used to have those escalators. Well, nothing changes. Nothing changes. End of message. Not for nothing. Great idea. Mm. You can't wrap your head around it. That's Mm. too bad. So sad. I don't think so. I mean, your idea was to have a treadmill going up two to three fours. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... I, I, like I, a conveyor belt? Escalators like seem to work yes. fine. I don't know why. Yeah, really except if you're wearing those. Louboutins well, and your I mean, yes. shoes get stuck yes. and your knees get buckled. Yeah. I mean, every once, in a, surgery. every once in a while, there, there is a horrible accident on an escalator. It's an irrational fear kind of thing, but they're pretty safe. 6.25 a.m. Thankfully, it's Monday, and you guys are back, because I can now have a normal work week. Last week was hell. Welcome back, guys. Hope everyone's doing well. End of message. Uh, we are delighted to be back. It's fun to go away, but it's better to come back. And, of course, it's new intro day, so yes. you will get a rare content replay on Mike Shue's latest masterpiece coming up in about 20 minutes or so. And the winner of the five grand in the great golf ball drop, Cindy, is apparently on the phone this morning. Hey, Cindy. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm great. Um, everybody, <laughs> of course you are. Everybody wants to know, based on these text messages, how many balls you actually bought. I bought five balls. Okay, five balls, hundred bucks, and you won yourself. Hundred bucks going to a great cause. Didn't matter if I won or lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you won. Five. I watched it on Instagram Live. Yes. Me and a couple of my coworkers. When you had the ball in your hand, I knew it was my number, and I started screaming so loud. People came running in here to see if I was hurt. If somebody got hurt at work. <laughs> what do you do for work, Cindy? I work at the post office. Oh, nice. oh my god! Okay, all right. Um, it's a ass- secret. I assume you didn't quit your job. I'm almost going to be Aunt Kathy soon. Yeah, you are. Mm, yeah. How, how do you work oh. at the distribution center? Or are you a carrier or what? Right. What are you going to do exactly. with the cash? I would like to take a vacation. Oh, nice. I've never been nice. to New Orleans. Oh, nice. oh, New Orleans is fun to go to. Oh yeah, but it's one of those places like Vegas. Where mm-hmm. you plan like a five day trip, and then after two days, yeah. you're like, I got to get out of right. here. Yep. I have to sleep. I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> right. Um, but, All right. Yeah. Then, how about New Orleans on to South Carolina? Oh, that sounds All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yes. Well, Dan- you want Danielle to look up the most boring tourist attraction in South Carolina for you right now? <laughs> sure. All right. She can do that. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably like corn dog themed or oh, something no. like that. Oh, no. This is, this, is, this is amazing. It's the Kazoo Museum oh. in Beaufort. Oh. Kazoo? Yeah. There are 200 examples of kazoos there. Oh. Ooh. How can that be boring? Ooh. Who plans that? I don't know. Who plans to go there? Somebody. Somebody's oh going. Oh, my God. Do they have any red, white, and blue ones asking for Colin Kaepernick? Oh, oh. no. <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, congratulations on winning the five grand. Thank you so much. All right, and thank you for supporting the foundation. I truly appreciate that. It's a that. great foundation. All right, Cindy. You do great work. All right, well, there's Cindy. 
She won $5,000 in the great golf ball drop. Today's weather brought to you by Cantiani Insurance. And it is going to be sunny. And the temperature is going to get to 80 for a high today. Right now, it is 65 here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Way less humid today than it is uh, it has been so a little bit of relief in sight psyched and if you are a sexist pig according to the <laughs> new york times then you can turn the air conditioning off at your office because we learned this morning that air conditioning was sexist according to the new york mm-hmm. times actually i need an update on uh, stanley's poll because i can't believe i want to know if there's anybody listening mm-hmm. who agrees with this woman who wrote this piece in the new york times that air conditioning is sexist Right. Um, so I got to get an update. That was Stanley Stiz Grimey's poll question this Yo. morning. And I got to get an update from him. Um, Yo! Well, I need an update, if you can, on your poll this morning. Uh, and I want to know if there's anybody listening who believes that air conditioning is sexist. So right now, Greg, the question was, do you agree with the NY, NY Times columnist Penelope Green that air conditioning is sexist? Yes. Ninety-three percent of our audience say no. Yes. However, seven percent say yes. It is sexist. Seven percent say it's sexist. Yes. And her take on this is that it's men who are always in charge of setting the thermostat temperature-wise, right. and because men oftentimes in buildings are wearing suits to work, they set it too cold. Right for the women who work there, and so it's not a fair situation for those poor ladies. But if you're working in an office environment where men are expected to wear suits, it's not like you'd be like Prince George and show up in a pair of little shorts, right? So Mm -hmm. guys don't really have much of a choice. I feel like there's more flexibility in attire for women. Throw a sweater on, Linda. Don't wear open-toed shoes today. Yeah. See, I'm fine with the AC because I get get hot easily, so. Well, it's hot flashes. Not yet, not yet, guy. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. Are you in menopause yet? No, I'm 42 on Friday, but no. Oh, it's your birthday Friday. Yep. Oh, maybe we'll have a little party. Woohoo! Oh, it's a little little celebration on the show. Celebrate my ass, come Um, on. um, So, 42 years old. Did you ever think you'd be right here where you are right now at 42? (laughs) You mean in this studio (laughs) or unmarried (laughs) with children and 17 pets? (laughs) Yeah, unmarried. With 17 pets. No kids. No. No, you didn't. No, nope. always thought I'd be married with kids. Yeah. Miserable, married, uh, living in some sort of a white picket fence place or something. What is that thing that you've been Instagramming, uh, your outdoor cabana or something like oh, that? Oh, I finally finished uh, setting up my patio. Oh. And what do you do in your cabana? Just lay, lo- like lounge around lounge, with all of your animals? Hang and out. Bottle feed squirrels and things like no that? No squirrels this season. I got a couple kittens that, that yeah. I bottle fed this uh, over the over vacation. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I had gotten a uh, pergola from Target a few years ago and some patio furniture. And the sun goes right over the back of my house uh, from east to west. So it gets a little hot when it's on either side. So I got some drapery panels at Home Goods, mm-hmm. and I Exciting. kind of uh, MacGyvered them up with some zip ties and, and drapery pins, wow. and now they kind of flow in the breeze, and it's very tropical. I have a few hibiscus plants. Hmm. It's nice. I like my deck. Now, do you have uh, a pool near the cabana? Or no, just no a pool. Deck? Okay. Just a deck. A pond? Is there a no pond? pond. I'd like a koi pond, pond eventually. Pond good for LB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a splash pool for LB. <laughs> 
A, a texter says they did not appreciate the person who was bullying you about your glasses. Yeah, like on, I was a on douche. Instagram. I don't know. John Dosty, you're a douche. Well, I don't know what that's. What was the problem? I I was wearing. I have the, like these big oversized sunglasses because a they're comfortable and b I like to protect my eyes so I don't get a lot of wrinkles. Uh, hi, I'm 42 in a week. Um, so the guy wrote me a message. He's like, glasses look stupid. Oh, I'm like, oh, you look God. stupid. <laughs> Like, real, like, what? Is that really not? See, you just made that guy's day. That's how you got to look at it. I, I told her. I, yeah, just, I, I told, told her she yeah. looks She stupid. mentioned my name on the radio. What a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, John. Hope you have hey, a great day. Hey, Greg, uh, what's Irish and sits around all summer? Um, uh, uh, An Irish setter or... Uh, Patio furniture, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Right now, Way the Irish people strong, hate Stan. Really. Yeah, that's Man, great. Seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. Save that one for overnights. Yeah. Uh, all right. Save that one for uh, Twitter. That is our vice president of social media on this show, Stanley Stiz Grimy, Donut Lassie. Uh, it's 8.23, and time for the news. And the news this hour is brought to you by... Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or one eight seven seven cars for kids so in California, they're bracing for a third big earthquake. Nuts. Absolutely crazy stuff. They had a, like a 7.1 on Friday. They anticipate uh, that within the next week or two, they could see quite a few aftershocks, but they're really concerned about a third big earthquake. You heard from a lot of people uh, in the news who had said a lot of their belongings survived the first earthquake but then didn't survive the second one. I mean, what are you supposed to do if you live there? I mean, it's like a, a blizzard. I mean, you know, we prepare for blizzards mm-hmm. by yeah. going to get bread and milk. Right. What are, like, what are you supposed to do if you live in California and they tell you that the third big earthquake is coming soon? Right. Take stuff off the I shelves? Mean, I, like, I don't know. You can't do anything. Um, well, I mean, don't, don't, don't you uh, go under a table? You mean during an earthquake? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stand but like in is, general, yes. to prepare for it, he, yeah. you know, he's oh, asking. Yeah, but you, you live there. Yeah. It's he, like yeah, living it's, in Tornado Alley. Right. Right. Um, the Both of the earthquakes, July 4th and July 5th, were centered about 150 miles northeast of Los Angeles. But people, even people in Vegas reported feeling them. Uh, there were actually a couple of news anchors that were on the air when one of the quakes hit. They were on KCAL 9. Uh, Two reporters, Sharon Donchi, and uh, and she was actually interviewing actor uh, Juan Fernandez. And this is audio of them reacting to the quake as it happened. We are experiencing quite a bit of shaking. If you'll Mm -hmm. give us a brief moment here, we're Mm -hmm. making sure that nothing is going to come down in the studio here. And it is going for Uh, quite a bit, everybody. I, it continues it, it, this is to, a very strong to rattle earthquake. pretty strong here. 821 here on the air. We're experiencing very strong shaking. Wow. I think we need to get under the desk. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, we'll, we'll be, be right, right back, back we'll after right this. Back. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Wow. I hope nothing, I hope the anchor's hair didn't move at all. Yeah. No, well, that's actually very protective uh, in an earthquake situation. <laughs> it kind of clanks right off of there. Yeah. That's crazy. You I know, mean, when I say I think we should get under the desk in this room, it has a whole different <laughs> meaning. Well, I, I feel like... If my response when they said the third big earthquake is coming would be to move right. uh, immediately. Right. Like to go another, inland. Like another state or right, something somewhere. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to get under the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, wow. you're, I mean, 
our we our anchors our news smokes stay on the air during a blizzard. I mean, why didn't they stay? Oh. They should have stayed on the air during that. Someone out there by the fault line, right? Not <laughs> Poor Shelby all. Scott. Yes, everything's caving in. I'm probably going to die, but don't drive out here. Try to stay home. Mm-hmm. Uh. Jimmy, we need the hard hats. <laughs> we're we're going to run this one out. Oh, that's terrifying. I don't think I would like to be in an earthquake. No. Um, all right, Danielle, thank you. You're welcome. Um, the nice weather is here and will only get better if you're putting your bike on the road or your boat in the water. Talk to Cantiani first. Visit CantianiAgency.com or their locations in Worcester or Douglas, Mass. Cantiani Insurance, where you always come first. It is new intro day. And a rare content replay on this month's new intro is coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, the WAAF Summer Tour Bus is rolling out, and we are giving you concert tickets all week long, every hour, and you have bonus chances to win tickets uh, during the weekend. Mm -hmm. So uh, we gave away... Let's see, 6 o'clock hour, we gave away a pair of tickets to go see Hart, mm-hmm. uh, which got LB very excited because he loves the uh, the Come Wilson on. sisters. Come on. Uh, I'll give you $10 if you can tell me uh, either of the names of the Wilson sisters right now, Lindy. I can't see? tell sure you the name. Names, not LB's forte, Come the names. Come on, LB. Not his, not his forte. Uh, no, Anne and Nancy. Uh, my my, my Aunt, Boston Aunt. Bruins teammate uh, nailed the blonde chick on a plane while oh, we were. Well, of course, of course, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, and then last hour we gave away tickets oh, to go see Alice in Chains and Corn. And right now, I am going to give away another pair of tickets to go see Hart on July seventeenth at the Xfinity Center. So. All you have to do is be the seventh caller when you hear the WAF tour bus backing up. Uh, there, it, there it is right there. Um, somebody sent them out to get chicken nuggets. So the uh, tour bus is... Uh, so call now. Seventh caller, 617-764-9223. And you get a pair of tickets to see Hart on July 17th. Tickets are courtesy of Live Nation and Mass Concerts. The WAF Summer Tour 2019 is powered by Solar Wolf Energy. And for more information, just go to solarwolfenergy.com. This is Paul. Hello, Paul. Hey, morning, you guys. How you all doing? What's going on, Paul? Awesome, kid. Uh, first off, Danielle, very happy birthday. Help and happiness to you. Thank you, sir. I Friday, appreciate you. Uh, Friday is Danielle's birthday, for those who are wondering. Friday is oh, her 40, 42nd sure birthday. sure she's going to have some... Major celebration. Yes. Uh, first off, I want to thank um, one of your fellow Intercom uh, employees. Uh, I missed you last night at the Stone Show, but that was I received four tickets, and it was a very nice time. So, uh, Greg, I missed you there. Um, um, I go ahead. How, Paul? How was the show? Would they do like was it like twenty songs or something like that? Is that what I heard? Um, okay, let's put it this way. So we all saw them back in '89. Um, 
remember that show. No, uh, Mick oh. was great. No, no, no. <laughs> Mick was great. Keith, he had this. He had this funny little look on his face, like, okay, what key am I supposed to be plucking this chord in? <laughs> and um, Charlie, I feel bad. Charlie, I, I, he kind of looked like he was going to have a seizure there behind the drum kit. But uh, Ronnie was good. <laughs> They're I was very good. Yeah. Those guys are in their 70s. I know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's you know. insane. It's absolutely insane. But to see the amount of energy that Mick has on that stage still, yeah. um, it, it's it's kind of impressive. Well, but, it's, like, uh, it's, it's like Bruce. I mean, yeah. you know, I, they Bruce did does a three-hour show, and mm -hmm. he's uh, he's in his, I think yeah, he's in his 70s. Yeah, they only, did, they only did like a one and a half, and borderline like, eh, two-hour set. At that, but the one song I kind of wish they had played was 2000 Light Years, but they just didn't have the horsepower to do it. But they did good. Yeah. They did well. All right, good. And um, Jagger just had that, a heart surgery. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. That's crazy. So Greg, that and I wanted to ask, um, how soon can, until we can start talking about SD3? I'm going to give everybody a week. I will say, speaking of music, that the soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm. I have about three episodes left, uh, but I'm. I'm going to give people some time on Stranger Things three. But I, it's it's excellent. It's better than the other two. I. I, I mean, I, I'm saying this I early. Will, I. Yeah. What? I will say this. I kind of wish having. I kind of wish the Duffer Brothers produced the, at least the last three episodes of Game of Thrones, seeing of what they pulled off with their season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go. No, I know. It's really. I mean. I think. Again, I gotta finish, but I think it might be the best season yet. Three seasons in with mm -hmm. Stranger Things. I, I mean, agree. I really, I mean, it just gets better and better, mm -hmm. which is hard to do. Yeah. Although I felt like Breaking Bad did that, mm. um, but That's but it's true. but it's hard to do. And they're tackling, uh, they're, uh, they're tackling some issues here because they're getting older. Is, so there's some yes. issues in there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. This is Jamie who won the tickets to go see Heart. Hey, Jamie. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great now. Uh, where are you from? Pepperell, Mass. Ooh, and what? Uh, Love it out there. What do you do, Jamie? Uh, I am a retired engineer. Oh. Excellent. Oh, you're retired. How old are you? I'm 45. And you retired already? Yeah, that's right. I did the math right when I was younger. So, <laughs> so wait, wait. So what do you like? What's a typical day? Like what? Like what do you do during the day? Uh, so I wake up, I uh, typically take my wife to her job. She's a uh, daycare teacher out in Concord. And then uh, I spend the day farting around the house and uh, taking care of my dog. I mean, have you, t have you taken up a hobby? I mean, do you, do you golf or do you do, you do needlepoint or anything? I mean, what? Like, what? I've, I've tried golfing. I'm a, I'll say I'm a failure at that. I, I do yeah. more just putzing around the house and taking care of an old farmhouse, which kind of takes up most of my days. Wow, good for you! Yeah, nice. where to work? You must not have had any. Uh, you must not have had any college tuitions to pay. No, 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 no. I went straight to the military and then uh, kind of grew up under my father as a land surveyor, so I got lucky with the trade. All right, well, good. Well, you got yourself some heart tickets, and I want to. I want to congratulate you. And the WAF Summer Tour bus is rolling out, and we're giving away concert tickets as a part of the Summer Tour 2019. All day today, so keep listening. Awesome. Thank All right. you. All right. Thank you. It is 8.45. Speaking of summer, it's going to be a beautiful summer day today. This whole week looks like it's going to be great. It doesn't seem to be any rain in the forecast. Mm -hmm. uh, no earthquakes in the forecast no. here on the East thank Coast. You. Uh, less humid today Ooh. than it has been. I'm going to smoke a chicken uh, later. That's uh, not code. Uh, many of us do appreciate that, so... 
Uh, temperature is going to get to 80 today. Right now, it is 67 here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. So Starbucks has apologized to police in Arizona after six officers said that they were asked to leave one of their locations, one of the Starbucks locations. Yes, uh, I, saw this, uh, I saw this over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, a customer said that the six officers that were getting coffee made them feel unsafe. Is that irony? Well, <laughs> or- I mean... Can you say that about anybody that you see in a Starbucks or any other Apparently retail so. outlet? Mm, can you yeah. just yeah, can, you, can you just say, "Hey, that person makes me feel unsafe. Uh, I'd like you to ask them to leave." And the question would be, would they do it, depending on who you said made you feel unsafe? Mm-hmm. I think they probably only do it uh, when it's law enforcement. Right. I mean, I, I can't believe so. So somebody said that there are six police officers in here getting coffee. Mm-hmm. I feel unsafe. Yep. And then they kicked the police officers out? The barista asked them to leave. The barista did? The barista did. Huh. Because the customer reported this. <laughs> no. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth about this online. Some people say that this is highlighting concerns about the perceived hostility toward law enforcement. Yeah. Some said this highlights distrust of police in a city where there was a, a fatal officer-involved shooting of a 14-year-old boy earlier this year that has sparked some concerns over use of force by police. So this uh, sparked a big trend online, the hashtag boycott. Starbucks. Uh, the executive vice president of Starbucks did write a letter to the Tempe Police Department apologizing for the incident. And we have some sound from uh, Tempe Police Sergeant Robert Ferrero. Two of them are, are veterans, um, one, one having served over 20 years in the military. Um, and especially on July 4th, it was uh, pretty upsetting um, to, to have that request made. I feel like there's a board of health inspection coming yeah. uh, very rapidly at that particular location. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. Yeah, but does the manager get fired? <laughs> no, apparently not. I like, mean, you're talking like how, about how ridiculous um, is that? Well, but you're talking about a place that wanted to start a discussion about racial inequality on their on coffee cups. cups. Right. Um, so they so, can't even spell my name right. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing they don't care. No. I mean, I don't. I. I. I uh, I speak two languages, English and a little bit of French that I learned at Neshoba Regional. Yeah. And so I can't order at Starbucks because I don't speak a, Italian. I don't speak the, I don't speak or is Italian. it Latin? I'm so not I, sure. Oh, so you can't figure out the tall, grande, <laughs> venti is small. You can't. Whatever it's literally written in front of you. Yeah, but they um, force you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just. I'll. I'll take I, the big one. I have the, the big. The big cup. LB, I just got a text from Shu. You make him feel unsafe. Would you, <laughs> would you leave the studio? Yes, Greg, that like guy in the corner. You made that up. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Like one person. Yes. And from what I read, these cops are like regulars. They, they get are. their coffee there all the time. The barista yeah. knew one of the officers by yeah. name and went over and, and, and said, asked them to either move out of the customer's line of sight or leave. Move out, move out, of, out of the line? customer's wow. line of sight. These are, people who are, these are people who are willing to, by the way, they're putting their lives on the line for you every no. day. And that's, 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 uh, that's ridiculous. There must have been a lawsuit was, somewhere was, down the line was, where someone asked right? them to tell someone to leave and they oh, yeah. didn't. And then they well, said, well, pa- I got all traumatized because I, well, I wouldn't yeah. leave. And- they're, they're paranoid over there at Starbucks. Oh, God. Oh, what are you going to do? You can't go through the drive-thru in a cruiser because then you'll get criticized for that. I'm a Dunkin' Donuts person, so it doesn't bother me. I don't, uh, I like, my large iced coffee at Dunk's is, is fine every have, single day. Have you tried the Heath Bar flavor? No. It's very good. Really? Yeah, it's very good. I Can you just order that in a cup with no coffee? I mean, I guess <laughs> so. Like a, you could probably like get a, a shot uh, of Heath syrup. I'd like a small Heath Bar <laughs> syrup, yeah, please. I like that. Uh, yeah, maybe a little cream. No yeah. coffee.
Yeah, yeah. Kid size, maybe? Yes. Yeah, Here's a text good. that says, Greg, actually, the language they speak at Starbucks is douche. Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes, that's excellent. My mobile order name is Cat Lady, and I either have two experiences at Starbucks, the one where the person will be like, Cat Lady? Who's that? And they'll get into it, and the person's like, uh, tall, uh, cold foam, salted caramel, and I'm like, uh, <clears throat> for whom? Uh, like a uh, mobile order. I'm like, what's the name on it? Say it. What if um, the place was robbed mm-hmm. and the police said, sorry, we were told we can't come in there anymore. You should, that. if you're smart, though, if you're robbing the place, you'll go in there. If the cops are in there, you can ask mm-hmm. the barista to ask them to leave. They're making me uncomfortable. I'm trying to rob the store. Here's a text that says, do you think the CEO of Starbucks has a form letter that says, insert city here, right. and then apology <laughs> follows. Yeah. Uh, they just, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't know. I mean, if you feel, unco- I mean, if you feel uncomfortable in a place, don't you just leave? I mean, there's no, 40, right? it's 47 different coffee would places. You, would you go back there? I mean, Dude, ever? You know. They ordered their coffee, and they're standing in the area where you pick up the coffee. It's not like they're going to hang out there and do some work on their laptop for six hours. <laughs> yeah. They're going to leave in a few minutes. Right. Yeah, that's, that's probably a, another Starbucks two blocks up. Yeah. That's that's yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Steve. Hello, Steve. Yeah, listen, I've had two dealings with the police, and both times they lied through their teeth. How many videos do you got to watch of them shooting people and then claiming that they saw something shiny in their hand and then they get away with it? This is why people have issues with police. Anytime you have an interaction with them, They'll lie. Like the mm. guy in New Hampshire asked for a license plate that said cops lie. Mm-hmm. And he had to fight that in court and he finally got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that so, blinker means you were turning over, I mean, uh, turn, you, turning or, or pulled over. I mean, think about it. It's like they, they don't tell the truth. They, they try to, anything they can do to throw a charge at you. They'll Dude. pile on BS just to, just to, Make it hard on you. Now, what were the? Uh, give me an example of the dealings that you had. What? What? What exactly were you faced with? Oh, I, I can make this real easy. This is, uh, in fact, both times I went to court with them. Uh-huh. Well, let's put it this way: the first time the judge read the police report, called my my attorney and prosecutor in the chambers, told them this smelled so bad, they better make uh, me an offer that uh, we couldn't re- refute. The, the second time I had a dealing with them. It was so bad, I didn't even need his attorney. And the uh, prosecutor tried to strong arm me in the hallway, tried to bluff me, but I showed her the police report at a quick glance, which yeah. I had highlighted all the crap they had lied about and how I could catch them in the lie. Me, not even an attorney. What were the, I'm just curious what the charges were. Well, okay, okay, the first time, uh, the, the first one was kind of long, and I know you guys got time, but yeah. I was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon on a police officer. Uh-huh. And all I had was a box of antique toys I bought off of a guy, and there was a cap gun in there that I picked up, looked at while I was sitting at a light. Okay. And the cop pulled up next to me, called me out of the car, cuffed me, beat the crap out of me, yeah. and then brought me to court. And, uh, uh, and like I said, if you read the police report, it was it was it was just a just it was in Fall River. That was the only. It was crazy. Yep. All I can tell you this much is what the uh, what the judge said. It was a uh, it was such a 
a stinky police report that the whole thing that uh, they gave me, they only ended up charging me with uh, a, a misdemeanor assault. Mm-hmm. We had the plea to that simply yeah. because I was a white guy and the police officer was black and it was Fall River. And my attorney gave me this whole spiel about, uh-huh. oh, you remember O.J. Simpson, blah, blah. The mm-hmm. second arrest, I went into the freaking dump in my hometown to pull off a washing machine hose because I had thrown the washing machine in there while it was open during the day, replaced it with another one. It turned out the other one didn't have a hose on the bottom of it. So mm-hmm. I went back, went to pull my hose off, the one I threw out. Somebody saw me go into the metal pile after hours, mm-hmm. walking along the tracks, and uh, the police showed up. By the, by the time the smoke cleared, there were seven police officers there. Jeez. They brought me in. They brought me in. They were going to charge me with trespassing. As I'm standing there waiting to be booked in, some somebody, somebody yells from behind the booking guy, hey, charge him with uh, uh, larceny theft. Hmm. <laughs> and then they came up with a police report saying I was cutting and stacking metal and all this crap. Mm-hmm. And all I was in there was to take a hose off the bottom of my washing machine I had thrown in earlier in the day. Well, I mean, it wasn't I mean, your. I mean, at that point though, it wasn't your washing machine. Oh, I agree totally. I hey, mean, listen, you gave it to I, the I dump. was willing to accept. Hey, I was willing to accept the trespassing. You know, I mean, the cops could have been decent about it and said, "Oh, uh-huh. you're just here to get your hose. Go uh-huh. ahead and take it." But no, back to the whole thing about cops. Uh-huh. That, and then, of course, I go to court. When you cut and stack metal, you got to bring tools with you. You know, if you catch a burglar in a house using tools to get in, uh-huh. you bring them to court. The judge, the, the cops never had any cutting tools. I didn't bring any cutting no. tools. You know what they I say? Threw... You know what? What? You changed my mind. Ban them from Starbucks. I want I want them banned from all law enforcement, banned uh, from Starbucks. No, there are some good cops. Oh, there are. Oh, there are. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, there are. But I tell you what, if you have an interaction with them, you soon find out that most of them, you know, will throw whatever they can at mm-hmm. to make your life miserable. I always tell people, the courts are set up like this. The judge was once an attorney, so the judge wants your attorney to make money. Mm-hmm. And the judge and the cops get their paycheck from the same place. Yeah. So it's a rigged system. It's, it's rigged. a way to fleece you of your money. It's a cash cow, the courts are. Guy, and the police you talk, will jam you, ta- you up in it. Steve, every chance they get. Steve, you're talking to somebody who did some hard time in Clinton. Yes, you did. A couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, you needed before a better I, lawyer, my before friend. Before I got bailed out. I didn't have a public defender or anything. And it's not like I was, you know, trying to get my washing machine hose back. Uh, excuse me, washing. Uh, washing. My washing machine hose, you know. All right. Well, Speaking anyway. of those greedy-ass attorneys, is uh, Larry yeah. the Lawyer coming in this week or next week? Uh, I believe Larry the Lawyer is traveling. Oh, excuse uh, me. So I think it's going to have to be next week. Okay. So no ask an attorney this week. It okay. will be next week. All right. Although we will have two weeks of Stow 5 material to get to. That's true. Uh, since Bonus. the vacation happened. So that'll happen on Thursday. That's going to be and epic. Then Larry the Lawyer uh, the week after. I, I think it's either the week after or the week after that. Okay. I think he went to Mongolia or something like that. For some barbecue? I don't know. I, oh, that's cool stuff. That is cool. He's probably trying to, I, like, I don't know, maybe he's representing somebody over there or something. I don't, I don't know. Genghis Khan. I don't have your right. 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 man. Uh, did he pass the Mongolian bar? I don't, I don't know. Your I, Honor, my uh, client's yurt was only three feet over the line. <laughs> if, you know, this guy would have asked him nicely to push it over, he would have, but he went at him with a Mongolian shaving tool.
Uh, Texter wants to know if we can redo the worst, most hated caller bracket now that Steve has called in. <laughs> well, he's consistent, though. Yeah, he's not a happy yeah. guy. Yeah, he doesn't um, like the police. No, no, no. Uh, all right. Uh, we will be right back. <laughs> 